Welcome to Food Ingredients Europe. In Frankfurt, I'm Shane Starling for Nutri Ingredients, and I'm with James Collins, who is a sport and exercise nutritionist at the Arsenal Football Club uh, in North London. Uh, welcome along, uh, James. Now, I, I would just wonder um, uh, how important are food supplements uh, to, to elite athletes like Arsenal players and others? Uh, food supplements have a, have a big part to play for elite athletes now, um, whether that be uh, elite professional athletes and team sports uh, like football or also our Olympic athletes as well. And these are very important on, on a number of different levels. That might be clinical supplementation to address a deficiency or an insufficiency and also the use of sports nutrition products to potentially boost performance. And they can have, uh, they can have big effects when used in combination with the pro correct diet as well. So when you're working with a, an athlete, do you, will you give them a prescribed um, you know, diet of, of including food and supplements? That might be both clinical and, and performance-based. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, typically how, how I'd work with an athlete is to prescribe a diet based on their training and individual needs to uh, Im improve their fueling, recovery, hydration, and also to correct any insufficiency as well. So in that, we would be food first in our approach, but we'd also use different supplementation in areas of need. And, and do, you, do you have any research that shows the kind of performance you know, improvements? Oh yeah, in, in, terms of, in terms of the research here, yeah, we're, we're quite heavily, heavily evidence-based in, in the supplements we use. And I think some of the more typical supplements out there have good evidence bases, typically things like creatine monohydrate, and uh, supplements like caffeine as well. So, you know, we do demand a lot of evidence of supplements we would use and obviously efficacy and safety as well. Is it difficult to get the athletes to follow the programs? I think we're very individual and, and one of the things I commented on today was that you've got to understand an athlete's personality and the different demands on them as well. So some athletes will like re a really prescriptive strategic approach where every timing in the day is mapped out. Others will like it to be loose and just to know that they're doing their recovery right, what they're having before bed, they're fueling effectively, so they can make their own minds up, whereas some will actually want every food regimented and counted. So we, it, this really depends on an athlete's personality and what they're demanding from us as well. Do you think that an elite athlete could be um, maximising their, their potential without using supplements? Do I think they could be maximising their potential without? If they have an extremely good diet, most of the time it's possible to do these things with diet. Um, there might be times where you need to correct a deficiency, for example, such as uh, iron levels or vitamin D status, where supplements can be really important in, you know, in that level as well. And also, as I've mentioned, some of the, the ergogenic aids that are well researched, things like caffeine, creatine, and to a, to a degree, be, uh, sodium bicarbonate as well, can, you know, can have a role. So they, they, they do work hand in hand. Do you find that sometimes your own uh, research and your own methods are a ahead of the products that are on the market so that you might want something but it doesn't exist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, I think it's really important for a practitioner. So I would work very closely with research institutions to get the new research. But then a lot of the times we're asking producers to try and make, to make us something so we can use it quicker. So a lot of the times, yeah, we, the, the elite high-performance sport informs the, the approach of the general market. And that's one of the things that I commented on today, that with the active consumer, elite human performance comes a step after that. So you have um, relationships with certain manufacturers in terms of you know, feeding back your research into, into their NPD, sort of product development? 
Yeah, so we have relationships with research institutions and then through different clubs or different bodies as well. We'll work with a variety of manufacturers, not one specifically, um, to try and come up with innovative new products to suit our needs. And it's finally then, I mean, within the supplements area, um, they sometimes get blamed, um, you know, for uh, um, doping um, offences or um, and uh, for contamination. Um, is that a problem that you, you, you see? I think the statistically it, it is a problem. I think recently some, some more of the research shows that inadvertent doping within sport is a huge problem and that's why in the UK at the moment we've got different bodies to help minimise that risk and that's the thing that we're trying to do for athletes is always minimise the risk through education and through qu proper quality control of supplements and advice. Okay, well uh, thanks very much for your time. Cool. Thanks very much, cheers. Shane Starling in Frankfurt.